Okay, before we begin our show, we'd like to thank Port Ruger Market for our wonderful lunch. Kyle, what did you end up getting over at Port Ruger? I got the plate A. Hawaiian oh my plate. god. That's a Lao Lao, I see Kalua Pig, Haupia, what is that? Pitakala? Lomi salmon? Lomi salmon, Pitakala. Oh my god. After this meal, I will take a nap. Yep. I got the number I, which is the chicken long rice. Letter I. Letter I. And then chicken long rice, got the Kalua Pig, Lomi salmon. And then we got uh, Devin some pork rinds. Chicharrones. Devin eats this like candy. Yeah. So thanks guys. We're gonna start the podcast in a second. Just wanted to do a quick shout out to Fort Ruger. Right on. Ruger Market. Hi and welcome to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm your host Johnny Masato, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? Devin Nakoba. Clay Campania. How's it? And Nelson. I don't know your last name. But we'll put it in that. We'll put it in Nelson the Nelson Show. Nelson Show. Nelson, right. Nelson. Thank you so much. All right. So before we begin, want to remind everybody about the ways they can stay in touch with the podcast. There is YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all at High Sessions. And then, of course, you can go to SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or again YouTube to listen to the podcast. I'm doing this all by memory because I don't have my cheat sheet yeah, in front of me. Yeah, I know. You have your eyes closed. Um, if you want to support the show, become a Patreon. And for even a dollar, I shouldn't say even, for a dollar a month or more, you can support the show. Or more help is good, out. by the way. Yeah, we or like more is good. More. Uh, and help what's going on here and uh, get more music on the channel. We are going to be shooting uh, Taimani Gardner mm. later this month. So that's uh, and at some point up. in time, I'm sure. Yep, we'll get Clay on at some point as well. Yeah. And then also, um, we'll be releasing, coming up in a couple of weeks, our Nathan Avial stuff, which I thought oh. came out really good. Nice. Yeah. Did you get him for the pod, by the way? Not yet. You didn't even talk to him. Was about it? Did I haven't talked to him. Was it Nathan one of the first guys you got on high sessions? Yeah, yeah. He was right. Yeah, when I was first starting it out and calling in favors, he was one of the first guys I called, and he was nice enough to come down and do it. So that's it's great. And if you're if you're watching this, Nathan, uh, you can come on this too. That'd be fine. Yeah, we'd like to see you. We'd love to see you. To see always, you. he's always a good hang. That guy. <laughs> yeah. So um, you can find Devin, 94.7 Kumu. Go to highlife808.com to find Kyle. And um, that's all I really have for this week. Oh, we'd like to thank Fort Ruger Market oh. and Kupu Kupu Landscaping for yeah. uh, sponsoring the show. Fort Ruger Market gave us a bunch of food today. Nice. Uh, Is that my food over there? Yeah, oh, actually. Wait, we got something for you. Hang on. Yeah, we got something specifically for you, Devin. While uh, Kyle and I tried the uh, plates, I had a it's Kalua gonna be, pig. It's going to be squid luau or something. Like lomi that, yeah. salmon. And, something you know um, I'm not going to eat. <laughs> Wait, Kalua pig, lomi salmon, and, yeah, and chicken laughing, long so rice. I know what it is already. And then uh, you guys suck. Kyle went with the. But he's um, unwrapping something. He had That's like pikaula and stuff like that, and you know oh. we I was we there's a little. <laughs> Happy birthday what the? to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Devin. Happy birthday to you. We got chicharrones. Nice. Chicharrones, right? For Devin. And Thank you. A rotten banana. Yay. Yay. Oh, I better. It's going to light everything on fire. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the pork as, it the, the, as it hits the pork. You better share, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you want keto? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so we will turn our. our uh, does that sound great in oh, your yeah, headphones? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to mute that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said ASMR and I was some mukbang. 
Okay, so we're going to turn our attention to Clay. Clay, thank you for being here Woo-hoo! today. Thanks for having me. So Clay is a musician, but specifically a excellent master of the blues. Oh, master. Wow. <laughs> wow. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about that. Like, So, you know, we do a lot of uh, Hawaiian music on, the, on this channel, but local musicians like all kinds of music. Yeah. And uh, Clay specializes in blues. And I, I know for someone from here to play, quote unquote, mainland style music, I'm sure there's some some uh challenges with that yeah and whatnot but let's go back in time so you and nelson what what, what could you no, sorry, are you specifically a blues guy or did you start off with like rock and all that stuff as well no i'm more of like r&b soul stuff well r&b and soul okay but you yeah. guys play together yeah but what, what got you started in the blues like did your parents play blues no. records growing up or what what drew you to that type of music no my mom listens to pop music Okay. And my dad listens to like like K-pop or just regular pop, just whatever. Brian McKnight and oh, not even that. Not even that. In no. sync. Old older stuff. Oh, like. older stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So like all the one-hit wonders from the seventies. Man. Yeah, kind no. of. Like, she likes she likes like and... like old like Filipino songs. And oh, okay. Stuff. Well, okay. There you go. And my dad listens to like the Bee Gees. Nice. Who I like. Yeah. But it was yeah. not blues. Like the Beatles, uh, Journey. Um, yeah. for, I don't know. For me, it was like um, it happened when I was actually playing in a in a like a cover band, and uh, we were just doing like cover band stuff, just regular. And then I, I was playing keyboards like at the pop, time, pop cover band kind of like top like, forty kind of stuff, top forty stuff, okay, okay, yeah. some some like some local reggae stuff. And, uh, no, okay. no, <laughs> <laughs> you know you know the drill. Actually, it was like all kinds of stuff. Like, this was like in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. So, like alternative music. All right. And then you well, try on some Tree Plus. What was your band called? I forget. That band. <laughs> Where were you guys playing at? Like, like, um, Amazon. Oh, we were just stuff, getting or? started, man. I remember we would play just like parties and like a place in North Shore. I don't even remember where. It was like a long time ago. And then I remember I was playing keys and I remember I thought, uh, Maybe I could try to play guitar too. Then we can have two guitars for some mm-hmm. songs. And then um, they were telling me it's going to take you too long. So yeah, I would mm-hmm. try anyway. And I, I worked with this guy who was a really good guitar player. And I asked him, I was like, can you show me some stuff? And then they said, yeah, yeah. And then the next day at work, he said, before we get together, you got to listen to this first. And it was a, it was a Hendrix album. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And um, that was it? That was it, man. Yeah. I, heard, I heard Red House. And I was like, I only want to do that. Because I had no idea up to that point that the guitar could sound like that. Mm. Ah. That, was, that was it. Because I'd never heard anything like that in my life. My parents didn't listen to that music. None of my friends did. Like, right, 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 right. I was just hooked. There was just something about it. So I just want to do that. That's it. Hmm. And then I, I kind of just stopped listening to everything else. <laughs> I didn't care about any other music. I was so obsessed about it. Now, how long did it take you from the time? Because you already had a keyboard background. A little bit, yeah. So, how long did it take you from there till you were? Uh, I don't, I don't want to say um, a, a perfect, a perfect, perfect on the guitar, but um, that you could actually play a song and get going on an electric guitar. Um, like a day. Oh, really? Two days. A, it wasn't a, great. Yeah, he has a natural talent. But I could it. play a song, and it wasn't like gigable. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, like I could just just make sense of it do you think playing the the keyboard helped you yes. transition easier 
It did because it, it helped me understand the way music moved. And yeah. so once I got the handle on like guitar shapes, it just made sense. Like mm. this is a G, G sharp A. You kind of just could figure out chords easier that way. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, I think about it a lot because I've always wanted to play the drums. Yeah. But I'm too lazy to like go get a drum set and sit down and practice. But And you think like, oh, man, I got to start learning all from scratch again and stuff. But then I think about, okay, I started playing the guitar when I was, I think, 13. And then by the time I was 16, I'm doing gigs, you know, yeah. professional gigs and out in front of people and stuff yeah. like that. So I think I'm like, man, you know realistically if you put your whole heart and soul into something it doesn't take that you know music yeah. you can get a hang of it pretty quick you know yeah and now i have a whole music background behind me and yeah so at any age kyle Devin, i know you guys are musicians but what i'm not we're a not you know, <laughs> what are you talking about you <laughs> we have all the we have all the stuff that you would use to make music but we're yeah. not musicians i, I leave stuff no. here for you to play john yeah. i don't know <laughs> i like guitars before i think that you like what? Yeah, no. <laughs> I've never seen you play. <laughs> no, but, but but what I'm saying is at any age, it's never too late to start because people think, oh, you need to have 10 years of experience to play or whatever. But if you yeah. really focus on it, you can get pretty good pretty quick in music. Especially now with um, online learning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I want to learn a song. I just click on YouTube and go, how to play this song? And it teaches you in five minutes how, at least the basic chords. Right. Know? Yeah. But I remember, because I remember the first time I saw Clay play, it was Friends of Adam. Where was was it? it, We were down at the sitting colony. We were at uh, uh, Frank Fossey, in front of Frank Fossey building. We were doing a fun, it was like a fundraiser thing. And our station, Kumu was doing the stage. We had to emcee the stage. Okay. So like, oh, you bring up these guys, uh, three guys, Friends of Adam, just have them play. And I'm like, oh God, Friends of Adam. What a name. (laughs) the hell and these three Filipino dudes get up and I'm like what the hell are they gonna play <laughs> and they've got guitars and and then they launch and it was this incredible blues and I'm like wait and everybody literally in the in the audience went who what's happening and then yeah. he would sing and he would play uh, you know Justin was pounding on the drums and yeah. Ernie's doing his thing yeah. on the bass and I just went where the hell did you guys come from yeah. and it was and then he did uh, he started to do the Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff mm. and Jimi Hendrix stuff, and, yeah. which I'd never heard anybody do really yeah. uh, very here. well here. You yeah. know what I mean? That that the the phrasing and stuff mm. uh, was very similar. And so I went, okay, this okay, this guy's been studying for a while. And then I asked him, like, how long have you been playing, man? He goes, oh, about like three, four years. I'm like, <laughs> get the hell out of here. That's a gift. At the yeah, time, I mean, it was yeah. a yeah, it was it was a gift because it yeah. it wasn't it wasn't something that. I, I would have sorry, no offense, but I wasn't. I was not expecting it. No one in the crowd was expecting it. Nobody then, expects it. Yeah, it's and then it, and then it just time. started to you know, and then they're winning battles of the bands, and you opening yeah. up for Pablo Cruz, and uh, it's been oh, you opened up for Pablo. Oh yeah, Cruz? yeah. And did they kick Pablo Cruz's ass? Wow. <laughs> sorry, Pablo Cruz. Cruz. Well, because again, three unassuming Filipino boys yeah. get up there, <laughs> right, and yeah. they launch into their stuff, and everybody's like, holy shit. What's happening? Yeah. So people are freaking out. And then Pablo Cruz comes out and they're like, love. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's yeah. like, yeah, okay, that's good. Can you bring those other kids up again? Yeah. And it was, it was great. So Friends of Adam was your guys' that was the band, band name. How yeah. did you guys come up with a name like that? Um, wow. Are you friends with somebody named Adam? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But not the band members. It was <laughs> okay. like, yeah. like my other group of friends um, that I hang out with. We kind of all knew each other from this guy named Adam. He wasn't oh. in the band, nothing. He just... 
So, when I think we were playing, I was playing gigs for like a few months with no band name, and everybody was pressuring me about a band name, and they were like extra about like gotta make sure it's catchy and this, and I always had this attitude at the time of like, I don't, it's just a name. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of also like a like a troll. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna come up with something ridiculous, and people are gonna be okay with it. That's just. I mean, you had a group of guys who called themselves Queen. Yeah, right. True. right, right, right. That's true. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's just from the pressure that, like, like my dad was like pressuring me really hard. It's gotta be catchy, and some of my friends. I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna do the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, name does not matter. No. Because if the music is good, the name will catch. Right. Yeah. 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 Look so, at Weezer. Yeah. 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 Friends of Adam, but at least he knew someone named Adam. Yeah. So enough to be friends of Nelson. And also, the name was so bizarre. <laughs> like people remembered it. Yep. Yeah. Ah, that's true. You no. Know, so. Because yeah. it, it had it had nothing to do it had nothing to do with blues. It had yeah. nothing to do with ethnic background. <laughs> it was so background. random. <laughs> it had, it, there was no guy in the band named Adam, and that's why everybody went, "What? Yeah, I don't get it." And so it, it was awesome. It made you remember their name. Definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. the the playing actually made you remember the name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then you went, "Okay, well, who is this band?" Mm. So. So you play around. Honolulu for a while yeah and you know as as people might imagine Honolulu doesn't have the biggest uh, blues um, audience I guess yeah you know following here yeah so um, I guess in those days the internet was not as connected as it is now it's not like you could start a twitch and do blues stuff and whatnot so you move over to Austin Is that was is that am I am I going too fast? Well, or? we were already playing here before I moved to Austin. We were gigging for like seven mm-hmm. years, possibly. Yeah, at least yeah. We were just grinding, like playing these dives, Sand Island R and Bs in Kalihi, like on stage on Kapahulu. Oh um, right, right on stage, just yeah, wherever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just wherever yeah. they would let us plug in and play. Jazz Minds, Jazz Minds, yeah, all that. <laughs> the place was kind of grimy back then still. <laughs> yeah, we played there a lot. Step. And then, like, um, just wherever, I, like, a couple of, like, the military-type clubs. Sure, just sure, anywhere, sure. Like, we, we anywhere that really would be appreciate picky. the music, basically. Yeah, we couldn't really be picky. And then um, we decided that we wanted to try... Oh, we also got booked with, like... It's hard to categorize a blues man, right, here, mm-hmm. because we weren't playing, like, traditional blues either. It was mm-hmm. very, like, electrified, Jimi Hendrix type of stuff. So we would end up doing shows with, like, the emo bands. Oh, really? Like, the metal bands. Like, those were the shows yeah, we were doing, yeah. like, all the underground stuff. It was mm-hmm. so interesting. But um, they, they liked us, so we were like, yeah, of course we're going to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Um, we decided to hire one of our friends, um, Ivy. We were making her like our, uh, like our manager, our contact person. I was like, "We'll pay you. Just, just call up and just get us gigs anywhere." And that's when we started getting gigs with like, for like random stuff, like <laughs> playing with like local reggae bands. Uh huh. Yeah, like man, we ended up doing a show. I think we ended up playing the Shack following Copena one time. <laughs> uh-huh. was, was, but by the time, by that time, I already knew like. Uh, Kelly Boy and uh, sure, sure, sure. them. so they were happy to see us but the yeah. crowd was like what what is happening what is happening and then we managed to um, to meet some people my good friend John Hart who um, he just he just knew like a lot of people he's one of those guys and mm-hmm. then he got us uh, hooked up 
that's how we got the Pablo Cruz gig because he knew like a lot of the promoters oh, out okay, here. Okay, yeah. I think Ron Gibson did that one with someone else. So we got that, and then he knew some people that were for Tom Moffat, and then we ended up opening for Cheryl Crow at the Shell. Wow! And then we did Aerosmith at the Blaisdell, mm-hmm. and we did some other stuff for like Pipeline for like um, forget. No, the, guy, the, the guy that used to sing for Boston. Like, oh, we used to do Brad something Delphi, for like yeah. Pablo Cruz and and Cheryl Crow and stuff at the Blaisdell and stuff. Did you get to like hang out with them afterwards? Or? Pablo Cruz, we did. Yeah, that that was an interesting one. Pablo Cruz is interesting because um, so the promoter says we're having a a, a party before the show at our house, so you should come over. And uh, I'm like, okay, it's just three local Filipino guys <laughs> in a rich neighborhood with all these like. <laughs> big you know photographers that shot for like big shows and other concert promoters and stuff and we're just okay this is weird and everybody's looking at us like who's these guys right uh, yeah yeah and yeah. then uh ron i think ron was telling everybody all oh, these these are guys are gonna open for you guys and then like pablo cruz wasn't rude or nothing they were just we just kind of dismissed mm-hmm. understandably yep. right mm-hmm. it's the opening band yeah but at the time we had already met uh yvonne element oh, okay mm-hmm. okay uh-huh. yeah so she shows up and everybody just just so happy to see her, right? And then she, she she sees us and she just like ignores everyone. She's like, "My boy," <laughs> right to us. Just sits down next to us and everything. And then all of a sudden, people come start talking to us. Um, you know, like, hey, also, you guys opening tomorrow? Whatever. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was so interesting. It's so fun. And then they were just cool with us after that. And then getting to play the show it was awesome because I don't. I think at that time we started to have some following already i think that was post cheryl crow i think okay okay um so we already had like some people in the audience that already knew what we were gonna do so that was cool and then their energy just fed through the audience and it was mm. good it was good i think it made pablo cruz play harder yeah nice it definitely made them play harder know, their, their, their guitar player was shredding his ass yeah they were working hard dude they're working which hard. is awesome man yeah. that's good yeah. that's did what you, you want did you grow up listening to them before or did, did were you no just my dad music? was excited yeah oh. <laughs> my pops was like oh this is big but we already had the show crow right yeah. so i was like oh okay the cheryl <laughs> crow one was interesting because yeah. that was like our first like big big opener well it's yeah. kind of nice to play on that big stage with the big sound and all that stuff right? i think that was the first time i got it's to fine. play on a stage that big yeah so i was excited right i just like dimed my amp yeah like yeah, i yeah. think i had two i think i used to daisy chain two amps yeah just dimed it it's like yeah we're gonna play it loud yeah we start sound checking that's kind of loud <laughs> it's like almost hard to control like yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. interesting yeah. and then like all the different harmonics that happens because it's such a big stage right yeah mm. strange I remember uh, we did a Fiona Apple once concert. You guys? The Sher- yeah. You guys opened we opened for Fiona, Fiona Apple, yeah. Oh, Wait, your heart opened for Fiona Apple? Yeah. This is b- before our, our, wow. before our album came out. That's okay. crazy. And I remember like, um, like, you know, when you have your guitar, if you kind of hit it, there's mm. a doop that it makes. Yeah. But it, it was, as so we were sound checking, so the room's all empty and I, I went, I kind of hit my guitar accident, doom, and it's like, Boom. Boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Same, same, Yeah. So it's kind of nice to be on that big stage, right, and yeah. feel that like power. But you have to learn how to like harness yeah. that power because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah, I'm on electric guitar, and I love Hendrix and all the feedback. But when it's just feedback all the time, it's yeah. like, how do I handle this? It's, it's, yeah. It's interesting. Was this at the NBC Arena? Or? This was at the arena? Shell. Shell. Oh, Shell. Mm. At the Waikiki Shell, and that was cool. That was fun. You had to turn it down after 7 p.m. though, yeah. 
But, but they were in the at beginning, that time? So they could, oh, yeah, we were open. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they, they make you turn it down, yeah, because of the ordinance over there. After, after 9, I think. Yeah, after, after 9? Nine, nine, yeah. 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 That sucks, man. I remember yeah. going when it was loud, and now I have to be so quiet after that, you know. We saw Hootie and the Bluefish there, and it got super quiet around that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So they, they, just, they just turned on all the mains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Down. Yeah. I, I don't know what, why they can't figure out something, you know? To me, to if you're gonna buy one apartment or one house next to a place like yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, I was about you to show, you're gonna get concerts over there. Don't buy the house and complain. Yeah. Yeah, go to sleep after 10 o'clock. Yeah, that's what you can buy that house for a free concert and go sleep late. Yeah. Comes so, with the territory. That's how I know you guys aren't old yet. You get to be old, you'd be changing your tune. But <laughs> what? No. Like, well, you could just move. You don't need to live there. <laughs> All right. No, but you're buying. It's not like the shell. Sprung up and surprised people. <laughs> it's there, you know. It's like buying a house next to Honolulu Zoo and go, What does that smell? Oh, that smell got a go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's happened. It's happened. Oh, yeah. man. So, how did you learn how to play? Did you take lessons or did you? Uh, um, and by the way, we are going to have Clay play later. Oh, yeah. Yes. On our oh, Patreon yeah. section. So, that's why you need to become a patron. But, uh, well, how can did we, you okay, can we, can we fake people out and, like, let him play a little bit now? Nah. No, and then, no, like, we can become a patron. But, 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 but how, how, did you, how did you learn? Um, so, I, I had no formal lessons. Um, I had. Like that, that guy that gave me the, the Hendrix um, CD, he lived all the way in Kaneohe. Mm. And I, I lived in Kali, and I would just drive to Kaneohe like two, three times a week to go play with him. And he showed me, he got me started, man. Um, I don't, and he gave me a book, and yeah. I just like constantly listening to stuff. But um, I don't know, it kind of just made sense, you know, like as far as like seeing shapes mm. and patterns and things like that. Like all of that just that was like the easiest for me like learning how to play lead like i always tell people today like rhythm is harder than lead really that's what it was for me huh yeah rhythm so, is harder than lead so interesting to yeah. play good rhythm oh uh, yeah like, like uh, anybody can just strum but yeah. to play good rhythm like james hetfield from metallica sure <laughs> oh yeah, you don't listen to anything but blues, yeah. I I do now, but back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but James Hetfield is is known for his his rhythm guitar as because Kirk Hammett is the lead guitar. He's yeah. flying all over the place. Yeah, but they said that he has, he has really good rhythm. Just yeah, excellent rhythm, and it, yeah. it makes things move. Well, it's like, like Malcolm this. Young. Yeah, yeah, Malcolm Young, same way. Yeah, I mean they they all have that. For those of ability to do the, our audience that don't know, um, who is Malcolm Young? He was the rhythm guitar player for ACDC. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's like, uh, who's that asking for a friend? They're <laughs> <laughs> right. asking for a friend. So that, you know, our audience, you know, they, they might not know that. Yeah. 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 We know, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, yeah. So, again, I mean, it's uh, all this self-driven motivation that got yeah. you to be able to I play. also played like five hours a day at least. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was obsessed. Okay. Man. So, back then, no... No learning on YouTube. There was. Oh, you, you were learning Hendrix on YouTube? No, I lie. There wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. so. There may have been YouTube, but there wasn't someone. But you were just like rewinding the CD? I mean, how, how did you get all the... Um, I would sometimes, but I would just like play the same song over and over and over. So what is the one song that you, you till today you can still play with your eyes closed? A Hendrix song. Oh, man, because I still do play Hendrix yeah. songs. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Like like, 
There was a long time where Voodoo Child's slight return was the most amazing thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Like that sound. It was it's 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 a blues riff, but just the way he expressed his his sound is incredible, man. Like yeah. Like I I still don't know. I just remember like I had no idea the guitar could sound like that. Yeah. It was like my world wasn't the same. Like I was living on a different planet because I had no idea that that was a thing. Yeah. You know, just recently I was cruising YouTube watching, getting stuck in that wormhole of YouTube. Yeah. And a Hendrix video came up. He'd been playing in Maui. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And he, it's Voodoo Child, right? He's playing, right? Mm. Is um, that the song? What is that song called? Um, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Voodoo Child. I was, like, I was watching it and I was like blown away because I thought... I never saw him play live, obviously, yeah. but I mean, I never saw a video of him playing live like that really? at a concert. Yeah. And he sounded awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's all these hippies crazy. just dancing yeah, around yeah, yeah. on it the was grass. In big field, right? Yeah. yeah, it's on this field. And yeah. the, what's trippy about it is when you look at that video, it looks like it's in high def or something. Yeah, like, yeah. It looks like it was weird. shot today, but everyone's just dressing weird. It, yeah, and mm. it's so strange. Yeah. And the sound is good, too. It's probably shot yeah. on film, that's why. Yeah, 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 it must yeah. have been. Yeah, but I heard it was really cold too. That day. Oh really? Yeah. Oh really? Probably up yeah. in the Malakula side. Mm, maybe. Oh, where, I don't know where it was, but it was cold. I heard. Everybody so looked drugged out in the audience. were like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the but, demographic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think even back then, I, I got to look at it. But I think also back then they didn't have monitors. You know, like monitors were not invented till like the seventies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have monitors on the stage. Yeah, yeah. he's just listening from behind. He's just listening to the drummer and he's yeah. playing a lot. It's just kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, and he had like a wall of amps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, so crazy. <laughs> it's so loud. Yeah, I think I seen footage where he had like a couple microphones taped to each other because the yeah cause, right they used to do that back then because the sound well, we systems weren't as powerful. Oh, so they'd have two mics. Something like that. Yeah, okay. I think I've I always seen wondered that. why they did that. Yeah, that's right. He had a stock and it was just taped with masking tape I've or something. I've seen that, on, yeah. Uh, I couldn't figure out what, why he had I that. I think the, the, the sound systems couldn't keep up with his guitar volume. Probably. Wow. Something like that. Yeah, wow. yeah I guess because you have all these amps behind you blasting a sound. A wall right? of amps. Yeah. You have the mic Crazy. in front of you. Yeah, so it's... Yeah. So that sound is like worst nightmare, you know? <laughs> But the thing about the the thing about the blues that's very different from when you watch people play. I don't know if this is true for you, but watching someone play blues is it's supposed to be like almost an emotional experience. Which means the yeah. the artist when they're doing a riff, it needs to be different. It affects you differently than if you're watching somebody play. Yeah, I mean, what? No offense to Def Leppard, but because they're one of my favorite bands too. But you watch Phil uh, Collin do a you watch Phil Collin do a solo and you go, oh, that's cool. Very exactly technically, like the that's album. nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you if a blues artist is doing it right, you go, oh, wow. And it's yeah. it has nothing to do with speed. It has nothing to do with right. any right. of that stuff. So like when yeah, he does, yeah, it is a feel. Yeah, yeah. Right, so when right. he would do Voodoo Child you can hear some of the same phrasings that Jimmy does, but then he's able to add in his own sort of touches to stuff. And you know the difference. And it doesn't yeah. sound... Sorry, I don't mean to be harping on you, but um, it, it's not... Uh, yeah, it, it's never the same thing twice, which is fine. Normally, if you go to a yeah. concert, you want to hear somebody play the lick the way they play right. the lick, right? Mm -hmm. Like Eruption. It's weird when Eddie would do eruption and like adding all this shit and you go oh, no that's not yeah. that's not what, that's you're not telling what I mean. the guy that wrote it yeah exactly wrong. Not, come on, <laughs> right you you everybody tried to learn it like <laughs> note for note right yeah. whereas yeah. whereas when i when i hear you do a song like you very rarely do the same riff or the same 
solo twice. There's always something you add in, some wrinkle you want to add, yeah. some feeling that makes you go this way. Kind of like, like uh, Jake and Lopaka. Yeah. <laughs> Never ever. Yeah, Jake twice is like that time. too. Yeah. That's true. Jake yeah. is like that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when you get to that point where you can play anything anywhere on the instrument, then it that's what makes it fun for them, right? Yeah. yeah. They're just winging it and making. But that's what also makes it. You you can go every week and see some you know the same song done so differently with the same yeah. band. Yeah. yeah. You just want to go and see mm-hmm. how it yeah. evolves. You know, every week. You know. I think I think real music lovers like that. Yeah. Non people who aren't as into music would be like something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it the way it sounds on yeah. the CD. But you know right? the the nature of of blues is it's just real like bare bones. There's no complex progressions. Generally, it's you got three chords, and they're gonna be like all dominant chords, seven chords, and so there's not a lot of like trickery. You know, it's yeah. just you got three chords, and then make that sound good. But it's weird because going back to what Devin was talking about, because I've tried playing bluesy kind of stuff, you can tell when someone is playing scale, blues scales, versus someone who knows how to play the blues, you know? And um, that's the disconnect for me, because I know my blues scales, but I don't know how to make it sound like the blues. Yeah. Even though I know what notes to hit. We say it's because he hasn't suffered enough, because he lived Hawaii Kai. That's true. (laughs) Look at these hands. They're like a baby's hands. <laughs> this guy, this guy in Hawaii, suffers that the bird droppings <laughs> from his roof goes onto his patio slab. <laughs> That's right. They're laughing, but they're laughing because they know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> they feel your pain. You know, gone. I actually have uh, some pain in my wrist from playing Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> See, last See yeah. my wrist is kind of. Hard to write a blues song about <laughs> Fortnite injury, bro. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so I know that 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 is probably part of it, but uh, but so also I think also too. I mean, it was him going to Austin, and um, I, I remember mm. you were telling me these marathons. So, dude, he played it. You were saying you played a gig where you play for like five six hours at a shot. They just go okay, go, and you're like, oh yeah, what? I don't, I don't know how often that happened. I'm sure it happened. Or you do like a four-hour gig and it's yeah, just yeah. you. Four, and four. you. I remember you were saying too. You know when it was South by Southwest or something like that, right? There's there's a band at every single venue, and you have to play something that makes them come in. Oh yeah, that's right? just Sixth Street in general. Mm. It's like it's just a line both sides of the street, just lined with bars, and every bar has a band mm. or a DJ, but early mostly bands and I remember the first time walking down 6th Street I went over there thinking like I was I was good yeah I was like oh everybody's good <laughs> <laughs> does it just sound like a mess when you're walking on that street though when all the bands are playing at the same time different things yeah yeah and like a beautiful mess yeah because you don't get to hear that here no or it's mm. just music coming from yeah. everywhere it's just a like beautiful chaos that's awesome yeah, it's a trip man because like I'm, there are some nights where I would finish my gig because sometimes I would play on 6th Street and then I would go walk around to see who else was playing and I would like pop in one place and they'd be like hey come play a song okay do a song and they're like cool I'll see you guys later walk down the street next bar hey come do a song so I'm like making rounds playing a song <laughs> it's, nice. it's, it's awesome it's so cool did you get love because you're from Hawaii? definitely yeah absolutely They they were just so infatuated with the guy from Hawaii even before they knew my name yeah they were like hey is the guy from Hawaii playing that's right no matter where you go in the world like if you say you're from America 
people say like, oh yeah, they say from Hawaii. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Like, how did how did they tell? How did they know you're from Hawaii? Because I said it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been walking around with an Alpamero lady. I should say nothing wrong being from America. I'm no, just saying that when you tell people from out of the country, yeah. like you're from yeah. Hawaii, there's an extra level of. Ooh, oh, this yeah. is something oh, yeah. exciting. Just like yeah. when I go Vegas, I gotta make sure I'm wearing like a Hawaii thing <laughs> so people distinguish me differently from a mainland Asian guy. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That way I'll be treated a little bit better. Maybe. Or something, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, so like like every show, like I introduce myself as like, hey, how's it? Clay Campania. I'm originally from Honolulu, Hawaii. I'm gonna play some music for you guys. And they're like, oh, Honolulu. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why are you here? We're trying to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't come, don't come. <laughs> it's crowded. <laughs> Just visit. <laughs> so Nelson, how did you get involved with Maybe we turned up like a little music. bit toward him. We clear on the music. Oh, I met him through another friend. A mutual friend. Not Adam. Not Adam. Not Adam. <laughs> a, friend, a friend of Adam, though. A friend of Adam? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this Adam guy is actually. Adam guy yeah. knows no. a lot of people, yeah? yeah. Force Gump, he gets around. Yeah. And then he told me there's this band that that was playing they want to record I say oh these guys are good you gotta, <laughs> you gotta check them out man yeah, yeah. so I went to see them what was that at the on stage mm. I was like oh man this, these guys are really good <laughs> I was like I want, I want to record the album let me re- let me do it but well, are, are you, you uh, originally a bass player no oh so you say no. no he's just no. a friend and he, he's a producer oh really yeah. oh, wow yeah. okay so you had to like learn real fast yeah when he got back he needed a bass player a consistent one nobody could he kept hopping around and I was like oh let me let me try let me try and learn some songs I was like yeah it won't be that hard right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god man. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard <laughs> <laughs> Cause you gotta pay attention to feel, groove, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the right notes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I with just, the gu- when you're playing the guitar, especially if you're playing, you know, lead and stuff, you can kind of like, I don't know this part, so I'm just gonna hang back. The bass, you can't do that. Yeah. You have no. to be playing yeah. consistently and in step the entire time. You can't just. Yeah. Yeah, back off for a minute. Yes. Yeah. So I just practiced. So were you influenced back in the day by blues music too? Actually, yeah. First time I heard Stevie Ray Vaughan was from my brother's friend. Mm -hmm. He brought the CD over and we played it in the house. I was like 12, 13 or something. I was like, wow, this is this is good. I like this. Yeah. And then I find this guy. I was oh man, it sounds sounds like that. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to record the album, but. He, you were recording with you were like oh we're gonna try and do it on our own or something yeah and it didn't come out as good mm-hmm. or something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know what we're doing yeah but I was like oh, let me let me do it I bought all the equipment and stuff and then I recorded the album in my bedroom <laughs> huh. this is before you had a studio yeah oh. this is before you had a studio so where's the studio now it's in Wahiwa Wahiwa oh, okay yeah that's a good place to have a studio. What it's is your studio there. called? Uh, Lightworks Recordings. Lightworks Recordings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. Went from recording in a in a bedroom to a Naoku nomination. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty right, good. Huh? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
Did yeah. you ever get to see Stevie play? No. But I did get to play with his bass player, Tommy Shannon. That's no right. way. And his, his bass player before Tommy Shannon is a guy named Jackie Newhouse. And uh, I never got to play with Chris Layton, his drummer. But there's a guy named Alan Haynes in Austin. Oh, yeah. And he, he, used, to, uh, he used to be with that crew. He used to hang with all them. You know, and um, he used to, when I was first over there, he used to come out. He never said hi to me. He was just like this guy that would just watch and then leave. Then I found out he was a player. Uh. This beautiful red guitar, great tone, man. And then like after a while, he would just like he would play wireless. So after a while, he would like get off stage. I'd be like at the bar having a beer, and he would just like in the middle of a song, just give me the guitar. Seriously? And I would play right. Then I found out like he got that guitar like that used to belong to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Wow. Yeah. So for me, I was like when I found that out. Yeah. It's like wow, man, that's crazy. It's like one of the most beautiful guitars I've ever played. Nice. Yeah. So, so what? How is the um, attitude or the plan here now? Because now you're doing blues back in Honolulu. Yeah. And um, the world is much more connected now, so you can get your sound out easier. I would say. I mean, you still got to go tour back when things open back up. Yeah. But I know you've been kind of shut down for the last year because of the COVID stuff. Mm -hmm. But are you guys making plans to either? do a youtube channel or travel or what what is the what is the mode of attack now um things are going to come back so so when i first moved back um the first plan was to just start like grinding again um apparently my 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 old fan base like they don't go out anymore (laughs) (laughs) they have kids now yeah yeah, uh, exactly so Uh which was like an, an adjustment i had to to make again because I feel like when I, my whole time in Austin, people partied every day. Mm. And oh, if, yeah. if they got to work on Monday, they just party earlier on Sunday. So I would play early on Sundays. So coming back with the whole, like, everything's more family-oriented. So can I go out as much, you know? Yeah, so, I hear you. Once your friends start having kids, your nightlife is over. Yeah. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time we, we, used, we used to play poker every night? Yeah. You know, every, I mean, every weekend. And then these guys get married. And then you play a little bit less. Then they have kids, and then you don't see them at all. Yeah. And then I end up by myself, just then, you know, playing solitaire. Whatever. He didn't even he didn't call us. That's why he's like, I don't like you sitting in my house and eat all my food. What are you doing? Nice try, uh, bro. Nice try. Yeah, and uh, De- Devin was actually helping me out because you were booking at a couple places. So yeah. He was. You were trying to help me um, get back on the map here. Tavana. Mm. We talked about Tavana mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, dude. Yeah, by the way, he, he the was, thing that you did with Tavana on the roof they did uh they did voodoo child you and tavana on the roof i don't know what the hell hotel the, that what was. hotel was that but it's tavana with his with his oh, drum way. thing and him like doing licks i was like is that oh. on YouTube? yeah so oh, you do i discovered out. it completely by chance i went holy yeah shit. when tavana found that i was coming home he immediately was like hey i do this thing i have guests i want people to know you're back home did me a solid now yeah. so and, and i didn't even know him before that like, oh, I just knew really? who he was, you know. So that guy is just. Tavana is my new Nathan Aviel. Hmm. If I need a favor, if I ask him, he's like, "Yeah, man, whatever, I'll yeah. be there." <laughs> yeah, he's so so mellow, so cool. He's that great, guy. Man. Yeah. yeah, but I've been having to like readjust to like the the different dynamics here, um, and the band that I used to play with, like uh, we we don't. The, first of all, the drummer doesn't even play music anymore, mm. and uh, Ernie's. Since I've been gone, Ernie's been playing with everyone. Yes, he has. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 
made him play bass. I made him <laughs> play bass. <laughs> That's and, a good uh, friend. Man. Yeah, and then uh, so it's been kind of like a rebuild, yeah. kind of a thing. Um, and then I've been like picking up gigs with whoever needs a guitar player. So we just finished recording uh, an album. Nice. Uh, it's an instrumental album. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, not sure when it's gonna drop, but yeah, it's all about timing, <laughs> man. Yeah, you gotta because you gotta go promote it and stuff. So, so it's right. kind of hard to do that. You're right doing now. both, then, Nelson. You're, you're playing the bass and then you're producing the album. Yeah. What do you enjoy doing now <laughs> the most? Oh, if you had to choose. Oh man. Oh. That's too hard. I like both. Yeah. Learning how to play basses. It's hard, but it was really fun. You play right. keyboards as well. Yeah. Right? Because when yeah. you first came back, I remember I saw you. That's right. He was playing keyboards. keys. Yeah, he's playing keys. Yeah. And yeah. so now that then the next time I saw you, you were playing bass. And yeah. I went, yeah. wow, this guy's multi-talented. What's with this man? multi-talented people that can just pick know, up an instrument know, and yeah. three years later just be playing? A lot of bass is lighter than the keyboards probably. So it works yeah. out. I also don't need a keyboard player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More often than not. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah so we're doing that and then um just trying to figure out a mode a mode of attack i guess mm. um definitely need to get better at the online presence though mm. it's just you know since the since the pandemic and all that stuff like i kind of made a point to not be online so much mm. you know, social media just for my own like, sanity. sanity mental health yeah yeah, yeah. 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 good call that is a good call. The thing will yeah. eat you alive, man. You yeah. So, like, having to think about trying to get back onto getting an online presence, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, So, what is this current band that you're in that you just recorded? Is it, is it just you and Nelson and... Oh, it's me and Nelson. We got our friend um, Jastin Lyons on mm. drums. And then okay. a good friend of mine, Nathan Copp, he plays rhythm guitar. And is the name the same? It's going to be... Uh, I don't know. Because I've just been going as Clay Campagna or Clay okay. Campagna band, but I don't know. This guy just wants to call it Campagna because it sounds cool. Yeah. It does, actually. <laughs> it kind of yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Squiggle. With the, with with the, the squiggle. Yeah. 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 Check out the eye and go back to the original spelling. Of, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I might do that. But um, yeah, we're definitely going to promote it, so be on the lookout. Okay. Yeah. It's well, uh, instrumental, like blues, funk kind of thing. Is it and all compositions written by you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can we follow you on Instagram or any yep. social media? Instagram, thing? Clay Campania. You can follow. Uh, you can follow this guy, Lightworks Recordings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll put we'll put all that in the description as well, so people cool. can check it out. Now, one of the other things is you have a daughter. Yeah. Is she into music and playing as well? Because she's, I mean, you know, when we first met, she was know, like two years old, three years old. Yeah, maybe? she's fourteen now. Yeah. And she's, <laughs> wow. Yeah, she's a freshman or gonna. She's be gonna somewhere. be a freshman. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. You know, the, but has the has the apple fallen not far from the tree? And she Man, music she she likes to when I make her, mm. but she she doesn't do it on her own. She likes to mm. sing a lot. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, okay. but it's not something that's serious for her. She paints really good though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. She's very artistic. Yeah, and she like she loves music. She mm. likes cool music that I'd never like. Who did she find on her own? I forgot who it was recently. She just likes really good music. Guess what happened at my house, Devin? What? The BTS bomb has dropped. <laughs> <laughs> it has affected everybody except the boys. It's a wuzu tonight, dude. Wait, has it affected what? you too? No. 
Get the big, get the but big army concert tonight, man. My uh, wife, my daughter, my daughter's friends, they're all. I got. They do good stuff, me- man. So are you eating McDonald's every day now? No, nah, the McDonald's thing. That's just all hype. There's no, there's yeah. no extra cars in there. They give you freaking two egg sauces that you don't find usually. Wait, wait, wait. What's that McDonald's? BTS uh, combined with McDonald's to do a meal. So like uh, Travis Scott did a meal. And all oh, that. So right. a BTS meal. But what's but the it, prize in the BTS there's meal? There's no prize. Dude. That's what I mean. Why are you going to buy them for? Because the package, the package has BTS's logo so on you it. So you save the package, and then they give you a, they give you a, a Cajun sauce and a. a like a like a Korean kind of sauce like no no not even that like Cajun, a, like a chili right? sauce. Cajun well, you, sauce yeah they give you a Cajun sauce and it's like sweet chili sauce they should give you like yeah, kochujun sauce or something uh, or stuff uh, like that's the closest bro. they could get bro oh, that's what they use that's what they use in Korea I, I didn't make up the meal that BTS Korean Cajun sauce. I know. Yeah, dude. That's if they right. had all, they had to do was put a card in there or something. Yeah. They would, yeah. they would have off, sold right? so many of those meals. Yeah. Just oh, so yeah. many of those meals. But they just said, "Nah, we'll just do it this way." And I went, "All right." But your daughter and your wife still. Thank go. God. No, yeah. they're over it. Did they, I tell you about my plan now. to buy like collectible things now for thirty years from now? I gotta get some kind of. You gotta help me. I gotta buy something BTS. Yeah. That I can put away, and then in 30 years, I'll have an unopened BTS blank. They have the uh, the mini figurines. I, I hate to compare, <clears throat> but do you think, like, 30 years down the line, people are going to look at BTS as they did the Beatles? No. No. No, no right? No. But they may, please, they, God, no. no I think, no, the, not, I think right? the comparison would be um, New Kids on the Block or Minuto. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Minuto, maybe. Not New Kids on the Block, right? But Minuto was huge back then. Yeah, the but day. they didn't yeah. write their own music or produce their own music, right? Yeah, and but that, as far and as the misconception with BTS is that they don't write their own music when they actually do. But the music that they write is not it's not really guitar based. And so there's a disposability to it. People people like BTS because the individual members speak to individual people and um, their their story because of the way that they came up is like a big deal for girls. And, that's how my wife like them. And Devin, because I know you like BTS too. <laughs> I do like BTS, yes. but I like I like BTS. You're the only you're, you're the only friend I know that listens to BTS. Why they're good? I well, I, I they're guess bad. they are good. Oh, Sorry, we don't mean to get into BTS. Yeah, yeah. but okay. no, no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll only be another twenty minutes. My daughter is already over it, so yeah, I'm yeah. in the clear. Yeah, he's like, Woo-hoo! Yeah. yeah. No, in fact, my my daughter is over it too. It's my wife who's like fully into the BTS Army Universe thing. It's crazy. But you know, for what for for women our wives' age, they they like it because it's pretty boys. They and BTS, unlike other K-pop bands, actually writes their own music by and large. Not all of it, but they write their own music. And then they've sort of they really did. They people hated them, and because they came from a, a company, it's it's like it's like if his company were to go global, which would be awesome, and have everybody listening to them, right? But during the course of uh, the company coming up, everybody's telling them all well, their shit, they're not worth anything. That's basically what happened to BTS. And then they suddenly became the biggest band in the world. Well, you know what, what was genius about them is during the pandemic, because they weren't performing, they couldn't tour, they did like an online variety show yeah. on YouTube. That's genius. Yeah. And so like people still kept in touch and watched yeah. and you know, like, and it shows their personality, right? Because they're doing challenges. I mean- and- I, okay, I'll be honest. I don't know shit about BTS. <laughs> really? I kind of know how they look like. Yeah, I know. They A look, bunch they of Asians. Look, well, like the kind, pretty boy Asian kind guys, right? Whatever. <laughs> Not like Kyle kind Asians. 
Yeah, not like Bilal, I think, bust up. But um, when I heard one song, it was good. It okay. sounded good. It had a okay. nice song to it, but I don't even understand a word they were saying. Same. So I yeah. kind of get into it. And that's and Esme's kind of the same way. Yeah. Esme's, Esme's like, I, as my honor mm-hmm. partner, she's like, I, I'm trying to like BTS, but I can't because I like to listen to the, the language mm. and know what's happening. Yeah. Because a song tells a story to me, and I want to know what they're singing. Yeah, but you like Hawaiian music. You don't know what the hell they're singing in those songs. I kind of know what the, what the meaning of Yeah, Haina, Yamai. Yeah, you know they're going quick back to the beginning. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the only part you know. Or if this they say the word Aloha in the song, you're like, oh, yeah, I know that. I, I know what catching Opo in the mountain stream means. That's not a Hawaiian language <laughs> song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Okay, okay, wait. I got a, I got a plan. So, Clay, grab your, grab your guitar. I have this idea. Okay. Oh. And okay. we'll turn your amp on. So we do this thing every show. Oh yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. a music okay. show oh, where John, um, you're getting creative. Oh, okay, yeah. John. He puts where, some thought into this. John. I just thought about this while we were doing this. So, <laughs> okay, what, what are we doing? talking about BTS. If you were stranded on a desert island and you could only take three albums with you to listen to for eternity, okay. Oh. Now, don't say them out loud. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you play licks from any of the songs on those albums. And then oh, we have to guess okay. oh, what man. album that We're could be. To, I don't know yeah. about the album, dude. We're gonna, he's going to go deep on some shit. We're going to be in trouble. We can just say we don't know. And we got, okay. we got enough tape to last four hours. So you can just go off on <laughs> and a And then Nelson, you just think of your three albums. Because you're going to be after Claire. No. Unless you want to play it on bass. He's going to be trying to guess on bass. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Well, you think, Nelson, why don't you do your album? Wait, you know, huh? you know what? We know what's weird oh, is sorry. like, um, I, uh, I never... When I was getting into, like, seriously into music, like, I wasn't buying albums. Like, I had... Oh, I can't. It was okay, that, okay. you know, like... We have an Getting answer MP3s for that. MP3s and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. So it's like just a wash of just music. So, so if it's not albums, then your three favorite artists. Yeah. Songs from your three favorite artists. So if you could take their collections with you. Okay. What three artists? Okay. Nelson? I think I can name two oh, of yeah, them already. Yeah, yeah, yeah can sure. you name, <laughs> name three <laughs> albums that you would take with you on a deserted <sighs> island to last forever? And they can't be greatest hits albums, by the way. Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Can't, well, now I can, I guess, because we got to do... If we do artists, then it's just great. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yes, on. D'Angelo. <laughs> D'Angelo Voodoo. Oh, oh wow. D'Angelo. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's R and B. You get along with Justin Young. He likes D'Angelo a lot. Oh, nice. Yeah. That makes and, uh, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Boys yeah. to Men too. Wow. Okay. This is nice. this is oh, Devin's your friend now. Yeah, he's getting in the yeah. deep. Yeah, in but that's movie. Justin oh. too. Yeah. Uh, that's really hard. The third one? BTS. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, Blackpink. No, dude. <laughs> no, man. You're messing him up again. I think that's like, oh, wait. <clears throat> Just going to keep that for the pictures. On my <laughs> <laughs> and maybe... Are you experienced, Jimi Hendrix? Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. That's very right. good. Those are excellent. Don't worry. Don't worry. He's not alive to hard. Yeah. No Tate anyway. So two, two of those three would be Justin Young's picks. Yeah. 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 So. All right. You got okay. your licks? Okay. Uh, Clay. Do I got my licks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Give me a sound check real quick. Okay. This is going to work perfectly. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Okay, first one. First <laughs> artist that you would listen to for eternity. For eternity? Yeah. Man. I don't... I don't even know that I listen to anybody for more than a year. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, since we were on the topic earlier, you know. It was very bluesy, standard blues progression. So I'm like, mm-hmm. that could be a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that's, 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 that's his style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. okay. Very good. That's definitely cold shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, man, you know, I don't know. As far as artists. Well, one's got to be Jimmy, right? For sure. So which which is it? Okay, what is your favorite Jimmy lick? Oh, that's that's gotta be you know. (laughs) Yep. There's that. Yes. Okay. And there's. listen to this kind of stuff like all day like just that old delta stuff mm. like, like mm-hmm. any of that robert johnson robert johnson yep sunhouse like all of those guys yeah i could just all day that's love that stuff perfect well, we're going to get some full songs coming out on the Patreon in just a couple after this yes. break. So everyone stay tuned. We'd like to thank our YouTube audience. Stay in tune. We, uh, stay and in join Patreon because otherwise you go miss all this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have some, some announcements coming up for High Sessions in the next month or so. So please keep tuning in and uh, we'll get you updated soon. Thank you. Thanks, Clay, Nelson, for coming in. We'll see you again very shortly. See you.